boss, I brought you your coffee. Hope you liked it. A latte. That one gets uh, funnier every time, Jamie. It's because I brought you coffee. I know it's not technically a latte, but lattes have coffee in them, right? Right? Right. Right. I'm, I'm really excited for today's pro- production meeting, boss. I have some great ideas that I know you're just going to love. They're like, call your shot, but better. You know, back when I was a player. Yes, yes, the Chablis. No, no, n- never drink a Gewürztraminer in Florida. It's a 2014, yes. If it's a 2014, just buy the case, yes. Yes, you can just have it swinging by Beckham's right before the party. Yes, that's right. All right, all right. Yes, yes, nine o'clock. Yep. Okay, see you then, Dr. Maguire. Cheers. All right, can we get this meeting started? I have a plane to catch. Thanks for coming, Cal. I I know that you're super busy. Jamie, what do you have for us? So here's what I'm thinking. We set out in the preseason. These are all small little shows. Or the players judge a topic as cool or not cool. In England, we call that a yawn. Like, like, uh, uh, like sitting in the shower. Is that cool? Or is that not cool? Not cool, cool Jamie. Not, not cool. cool. Oh. Nah, I, Cal's right on this one, Jamie. That, that's just... Uh, well, wait. Uh. I've got one. Now, bear with me for a second. What if we set a table on the practice field and give the players a simple premise... Simple premise, like um, not brushing the snow off your car. Is that cool or nah? Cool or nah? Cool or nah? I, yeah, just like I that. like it. I, I like it. I like it. I think you're onto something there, Cal. Jamie, get that written up for us by tomorrow. What? We'll get production started on it ASAP. Excellent work, Cal. But that Wonderful w- as always. But th- I, I, that was, it I only just... takes a moment. I've always told you guys, it only takes a moment for the font of creativity to overflow, granting us a veritable deluge of insightful truths, you know, etc., etc. All right, are we done here? Got a plane to catch for that, friends. That should be more than perfect, Cal. Brilliant work as always. You are a true master of the craft. Brilliant. Cheers. Jamie, what is it going to take for you to get some good ideas here in these meetings? Like, you said you had a winner this time. I'm... I'm but just was, I'm up to here with it, was Jamie. My, it was my idea. You know, back when I was a player. <laughs> Welcome to We Talk Soccer, a podcast about two United fans. I'm Caleb. I'm Notch. And I'm Colin. This week, we slip slowly into sexual metaphors with the help of jersey designs from the 1990s and Alexi Gomez. Somehow. Man, I am so proud at the moment because, you know, it's not not often that we all get to announce something new. But again, I want to talk about that new toilet I installed in my bathroom last week. We talked and about it last week. I know, but it's so cool. Remember how proud I was? I still am. You know, it was so nice. It's not leaking yet. I just wish I still had to pee. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I just well, wish you didn't try to follow me in there and show me all the new features. I mean, it's fine, man. <laughs> I, 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 I understand. No, no, no. This is how you work the bidet. Not like that. <laughs> Oh man! Just for you, get out. <laughs> you know, bidet. 
it's just such a the, the word is just it's such a, a wonderful word yeah seriously it's like very like i, I don't know what the it, it's it's kind of a delightfully because, awkward word for delightfully awkward activity like you know it's do just, you guys remember the, the snl sketch with um zach elephanakis and Kristen wig asking about the bidet at their hotel and trying to figure out like if they can take the bidet with them in every single possible situation like i, I vaguely remember that like if they have to go to the hospital <laughs> will there be a bidet in the ambulance <laughs> oh man and the bidet i think it's better less so. yeah it probably usually was. is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, but we do have an announcement. We d- we did launch to unitedfans.com or as I usually say twunitedfans.com because uh we have a website now. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, I've seen it. Yeah, I've Mike seen- Mike Deneen has been publishing some really funny stuff on there already for satire articles. Uh, I you should go read it and uh you know, retweet that stuff. Tell people that you know to go to unitedfans.com and, and read our stuff too. And, you know, you get to find this podcast on there too. So if your friends are like, hey, what's that super cool soccer podcast you're always listening to and laughing along to? And you can be like, 55-1. We said two different answers. That's yes, we did. Because <laughs> we don't listen to the podcast. So yeah. th- this is how I get paid back for not asking you guys a question that y'all haven't prepared for. I've given you like three weeks off, by the way, now. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm really, very anxious. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really nervous dreading just, what's going to happen. But jump. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's going to happen is that our listeners are not getting to understand a slice of our lives. You know, they, they, we're not relatable anymore. They don't care about us uh, yeah, as people. They want to know what would happen if we were a dictator for a day and how we had to hang out with one football player. <laughs> how that would work out. Yeah, hey, I never asked something quite that passe. No, you did. Was, you did. You did. Before really? the World Cup. Yeah. Which footballer to hang out with? If you if we were a dictator, how would you use your power to hit and hang out with the dictator? No, that I, oh, that's right, that's right. Because like that guy from Kazakhstan, not Kazakh, uh, Chechnya, Chechnya, hung out with, with Mo, Salah. Mo Salah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. my answer was to <laughs> hang out with Mo Salah. <laughs> but yeah, I do the same thing. Uh, yes. But you'd have more fun with oh, me. Chechnya, sad. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's let's move on to the notes so that we can start talking about some soccer on the show that we call we call it soccer and uh our first segment is a segment that we call don't look back in anger in this segment we discuss minnesota united fc and <clears throat> look forward only forward good god don't look back just look forward okay and uh the future includes one eric miller yeah speaking of uh looking back Fully back, that is. <laughs> On both sides, too. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to laugh at that one. That yeah. Was, no. Yeah, like, nobody laughed. Mine was bad. Yours was even worse. So, uh, yeah, Eric. Hey, Miller, we were doing that before we recorded. We were doing what before we recorded? <laughs> Being unfunny? <laughs> I'll have you know I'm never not funny, Notch. All right. Well, Eric Miller is going to be wearing number 32. Apparently, Aiko Parra is going to be wearing number three this season, according to Cal Williams uh, on the live commentary. Jerry's old number. Yeah. Which we haven't retired yet, which is weird. Yeah. (laughs) But that's a weird oversight, guys. Yeah. Do either of you think that they, that like, Manny was just like, okay, give Ike the number 30 because then. Eric Miller gets to like well, look on TV and see someone else has taken his number, and Manny's <laughs> like wasn't watching the friendly. Yeah, but th- he was obviously following Minnesota United Twitter. Who would miss that? 
everybody wants that hot fire social media account on their feeds. So he would have seen Ike wearing so, a number 30 and been like, oh no, they must be serious about moving on without me. Would you, would you say, hypothetical let us, let us question here. On this. Uh, sorry, just one moment. Would you say giving someone else a number who might not be on the team or not to someone who's new, so giving someone someone else a number, is that is that jerk or nah? It's <laughs> <laughs> a jerk or nah? Uh, <clears throat> Ready, jerk or nah? Can I delete Bro. my own podcast? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. So uh, Eric Miller Sorry to be you off, is, is a serviceable fullback it. in a league which doesn't have a lot of serviceable fullbacks. So it's, we're glad he's back. Exactly. Anything else to say? Um, it, he's a very solid defensive fullback. All right. Mm. Great. Uh, Calvo is back with the national team after captaining Costa Rica against the United States. We'll talk about that later. But El Capitan has returned, and we must now respect him as such. Is he going to be El Capitan? Ozzy was wearing the captain's armband again, the second friendly. Scandalous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing no respect around here. That's <laughs> very bad. Calvo now <laughs> refuses to talk to the press unless Ozzy is outside the locker room. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't know, man. Uh, I haven't been listening to Cal's live commentary, so where he reveals everything. So I, I don't know <laughs> what happened. So many secrets. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the end of our show. <laughs> it's like who are these more? Who, which other players are missing? Are sign? It's like Cal revealed it on live commentary. If you listen to him, you'd know. <laughs> but there is a national team going on, right. like. I, I can't listen to two things at once. No, no, you can't. I mean, the City United played FC Tucson. They beat them 9-2. to two. This is par for the course. This is, a what, FC Tucson is League 1, I believe. League 1, and if anything, they were full of trialists. Exactly. Because they haven't actually signed a team yet. Yeah. So. So, there, we should be beating a team mm-hmm. like that nine goals to two. Right. In preseason. Yeah. Um, that said, it's not every single day that you get Jira Mania. True. He's we had what two players score a hat trick in this game? No. Yes. Uh, no. Schuler had a brace. Romario had a brace. Toy had a brace. And Giro had the second MLS hat trick in Minnesota United history in this game. Seriously? Well, it wasn't an MLS hat trick, it was a preseason hat trick. And second hat trick in the MLS era. Okay, I'll give that one to you. Giro Tayama, uh, Jiro Sayama Briga. I don't know. I had a third. Yes, indeed, he does. Uh, probably didn't sound with Madison. Apparently, I, I think I've actually seen like accidental confirmation that he's signing with Madison. He is. He's pl- played for FC Wichita. He's played for the Brooklyn Italians. And what was this accidental confirmation that you've seen? Um, there was a an email that I wasn't supposed to see. <gasps> Sources say, "Okay, so right. our sources calling." All right, so. sounds good. Cool, cool. But still, his, his name is in the history books. It goes Darwin and then him, and for chronological hat chronological hat tricks in MLS era. For Fantastic, Minnesota. great. Okay, all right. Well, long well, may that list continue, but we kind of doubt it. So Schuler was playing as a left wing in yeah. both of the games, preseason games that he played in, which is. Uh, don't know why he did that. Finley and Molino probably not still uh, 100% fit, but also I don't understand why Romario didn't start there instead. Uh, because there's probably some reason to have a first-team player 
in the second teamers. Probably just to like yeah. have like a good focal point. This is a good point time for us to talk about the second preseason game, which was against Phoenix Rising. Minnesota dying a nil nil. Uh Opara looked good. Um Carter Manley played pretty well. I mean, uh Schuler and Daspar were on the left for Minnesota, so most of the attacks in the first half did focus on the right side with Manley and Ibarra. But I was some nice overlapping yeah, plays. Yeah. yeah had sure. some good moves to distant process and added really good uh, last ditch tackle. Yeah. But uh, did him a full year of professional minutes in his belt and him. We had we had a couple of moments of Aussie Mania as well. Yeah. He I remember one place of time where he mowed down somebody right on the edge of the box and it was beautiful. I really yep. enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. So uh looking forward to more of that. And also Gregus is huge. He's a very tall individual. Yeah. He's like a <laughs> I don't know. It's like uh, in eighth grade, I was on the basketball team, and we were all about the same height, like from five five to like five eleven. And then our friend Rick became six five, and so I was like, "Oh, you, yeah, you're you're in, you're gonna play center." Yeah, yeah. So that that's pretty much Jan Gregus. Yeah, except more monotonous and less interesting. Okay, uh, that's true. Rick was very funny. Uh, let's now um, move into any other Minnesota United stuff we need to talk about. New Jersey coming from 10th. Yeah. whoop de doo We'll be able to talk about it next hoop. week. de doo We have hoops, guys. I'm calling it. Half yes. Sash. That's stripes. We're just going to be switching styles. It's going to be a hoop. You know what they totally should do? I'm going to. <laughs> it should be hoops on one side of the sash and then stripes on the other side. <laughs> it's a half kit. And, uh, yeah. and have it glitched out. Exactly. <laughs> it is probably going to be glitch, which is we've, we've now seen that the Red Bulls and Sporting Kansas City both have glitch. And I think, is that uh, Awake It for the Philadelphia Union also kind of glitchy? I think so. I like yeah. their kid a lot. Yeah, yeah. the Awake so, we, we will talk about like that, that in a second. Really so cool. I would expect to see glitch stuff on uh, Minnesota United's kit as well. Okay, well, we'll keep you in the loop as the uh, rest of preseason keep rolls along. Even the hoop, yep. Okay, uh, let's now move into a segment we call The Championship. But the championship is a game. Is it a game? Is it a league? No, it's a segment where we talk about America's top leagues, the NWSL and the MLS. Uh, in the NWSL, we should mention that Cloud9, the supporters group for Sky Blues FC, has put out a very strong statement about um, the quote-unquote well-documented issues at Sky Blues and with the team's owners. So... That that saga rolls around with no no conclusion in sight. Also, should be mentioned, Thorns today signed a Icelandic player who was with them uh, recently, and her name is Dagny, Dany, Dagny. How do you pronounce that? Dagny, Dagny. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't typically talk about uh, uh, Icelandic people very much. I'm racist against Icelanders. So, what do you have against Bjork? <laughs> Like Bjork uh, is fantastic. <clears throat> uh, just, just for the record, I am not racist against Icelanders. Yeah, well, what a uh, weird thing to put on the podcast. Yeah, and like, then not refute right away. It's really weird that you can do that. Yeah, Dagny Brinjar's daughter. Brinjar sounds like a great vegetable, but anyway, so so <laughs> it sounds like a root vegetable. I'm not sure if it sounds like a great vegetable. You know, brinjal is the Indian way of saying eggplant, actually. Oh, so she's yeah. the daughter of an eggplant. Got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 we got niche. 
<laughs> Producer Nick laughed. Got him. <laughs> That's good. Okay, now we can move on. Uh, any other NWSL news of note that we should uh, discuss? Yeah, no. No. Uh, not really. Okay. All right, well, uh, let's move on to talking about uh, MLS then. And um, record after record being broken. Well, actually, no, it's really just the one. I mean, if you want to put it that way. I mean, did Giovinco, like, break the record? Wait, not not Giovinco. Wasn't the record broken twice? Once by uh, Zach Steffen and then by Almiron? Wait a minute. But, yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Miguel Almiron. I'm I'm very confused as to what record Zach Steffen broke. Transfer to Man City. I thought that his transfer was even less than Davies. I thought 10.5, wasn't it? Yeah, Davies was 14. Who's Davies? Alfonso Davies. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think I think you're talking. It's been it's happened multiple times this time. If you go check out Will Parchman's Twitter. Anyway, we did all on your own off the Newcastle for twenty one million. Uh, did a star in his own goal movie series, probably right. Yeah, I mean, that the, that's a, that's at Newcastle, right? The first one was the second right. one. He goes to Real Madrid. Like Alex Hunter. Weird. Yeah, exactly. I wonder how EA Sports got that idea. Anyway. Santiago oh. Nunez is uh, Miguel Almiron, basically. Except with more eyebrows. Miguel Almiron's eyebrows are huge, bro. Yeah. That eyebrow game is, eyebrow game is very strong. It is. Yeah. It really is. And uh, Jovinko has gone to Al-Hilal. I'm not going to do the Al-Hilal song. I was waiting for you to do that. Yeah. I was waiting no, for you to do that. No, no. Pretty soon it can just pipe it in from last week. If he so wishes. <laughs> He's shaking he his, his head, head no. no. So that won't happen. Al-Hilal, Al-Hilal, Al-Hilal. You, you said you weren't, you gonna said do it. You weren't going to Al-Hilal, do it. Why are you Al-Hilal. doing it now? Are you, is that you are now? A liar, Notch? I'm Al-Hilal-er. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Luciano Costa, not on his way to France. Can you imagine? The weirdest, the weirdest transfer this whole entire window. A substitute for Neymar. Is Lucho Acosta, according to PSG. That's a very low rent. Oh my God, we have no money because of financial fair play replacement for Neymar. <laughs> but oh my also, God, we spent all of our money on attackers. We have no midfielders, and then all of our attackers are getting injured. Apparently, it was 1.5 million that the two teams were apart. That's it. Which is ridiculous. I've yeah. actually heard other reports suggesting that it was close to 5 million. Hmm, that yeah. would make more sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the the rumored fee that first came out was eleven point five million, which would have just been bonkers to not take. Then it turned out that PSG weren't really the ones that were saying that PSG were interested in him. You haven't you haven't read the athletic report, okay? Um, so according to Pablo Maurer over at um, the Athletic DC, basically. It seemed as though there was an intermediary that was actually marketing Lucho Acosta to PSG. And PSG, yeah, they were interested for maybe 9 million tops. But it made it seem as though there was actually interest of going up to like 12 million, which would have been close to what DC would have negotiated for. The talks broke down because turned out that intermediary didn't really have any power to negotiate on PSG's behalf. 
That's typically important for trades to PSG. Usually it's important, but... Nine million is still really good, though, for Lucho Acosta. Although the problem is that's where you're getting into the threshold where MLS takes so much that it's not really worth it for teams. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of just how much exactly MLS's take would have been. I think it would have been probably around two and a half, three million, given service time, so... Yeah, so, so Lucho Acosta is sitting in D.C. He was offered some time off by Ben Olsen. He chose to reject that offer and join the team for training right away. Good Wayne Rooney saying that uh, Lucho needs to get his head in the game. And apparently the two have a great relationship. And uh, so all signs point to Lucho Acosta doing quite well and having the support he needs. There were a few DP level signings. I'm not sure any of them were really like DP level, but... Um they signed DP contracts. Uh, Carlos Gil coming over to the New England Revolution, uh, former oh, um, Vigo and Aston Villa, Aston Villa yeah. once upon a time. I don't think they relegated, I'm pretty sure. Yep. <laughs> um, 10 goals in about 10,000 minutes in uh, first team soccer. He's a winger, correct? He's a right winger. He can play both they, sides, I believe. And of course, they're saying that he's going to be their number 10. Of course. Yeah. Real Salt Lake have announced that they have acquired Liberian striker Sam Johnson from my favorite Norwegian club, Valaringa. Sounds like a great game that you play at like May Day festivals in Europe. Valaringa. You got to stand around a pole and dance around with your pants off, but your shirt on. While people throw honey on you so and th- birds peck at you. Is it based on Winnie the Pooh? Your pants listen, they're throwing honey at you. See, you got it. <laughs> yeah. And then someone comes and tries to pin a little uh, tail onto you, like ER. So it's just a lot of stuff. It sounds terrible. I don't want to play that game. Yeah, at, at that point, I'd just be like, why bother? So so this dude is 25. And um, yeah. Does he really, did he really need to be a designated player? Because I know he scored a couple of goals to the Liberian national team, but... Uh, That's very not. much one of those where they probably just had the extra spot and didn't feel like spending time on him. But why spend on him at all? Yeah, exactly. That's my that, point. That's the question. Because this, this is kind of like, uh, you know, this is a Minnesota United type signing. It's just like, he's coming from a lower division, uh, lower first division in Europe, and he's got minutes for one of the smaller national teams. <gasps> Fantastic. Sign, I mean, give him a f- several million dollars right now. He, oh, he's, he's also been halfway decent in all of those Scandinavian leagues. Again, I've I've been hurt too many times, Colin. I know. <laughs> <laughs> These stars are fresh. Guys, you realize that we're trying to talk RSL into making this transfer. Because <laughs> Mike Pecky is definitely one of our listeners. What's up, Mike? He, he just... Threw a few papers at me. I don't know why he he puts it on while I was watching The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, New York City FC has signed one of these DP level signings as well. Alexandru Mitrita, I I think. It's something Romanian. Oh, he's Romanian, huh? Yes. (laughs) He looks very glum in his Google picture. Yeah, because he's Romanian. Also, his facial hair game. Eh. Yeah. Not so great. Yeah. Um, the hype video that NYCFC posted made him look very much like 
a 1980s German Ultra. And it was kind of frightening. I mean, what do 1980s German Ultras do exactly? Um, I would assume, like, drink a lot of beer and then smash people with bricks from the wall. I thought they'd just have pizza parties for underprivileged youth. I feel like German hooliganism probably wasn't that intense. You know what I'm saying? Yes, there's no yeah. history of that ever getting out of hand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good windows. Okay, all right, we got to move on now. Uh, yeah, he... he. Um, which which club did he sign from? I'm, I'm trying to... I know a tiny bit about the Romanian league because I had a friend from Romania who was in, in college and I've kind of tried to keep up. He was a big Stoa Bucharesti fan. It wasn't okay. Stoa. He, he came from Craiova. I have, I have no idea about this. I believe they are the fourth best team in the Romanian league. Psh, who cares about that then? All right. Uh, I only care about winners here. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, well, any other MLS stuff you need to talk about? Sporting KC has a new kid. Oh, yeah. We, 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 we yeah, promised we, earlier we that we said we'd talk about that. Um, so Red Bull switching from red to gray for their primaries this year. Uh, they the aforementioned glitch kit. What do you guys think about their gray kit? Kind of cool, huh? Yeah, I like it. It it looks a little less Red Bully than other Red Bull kits around the world, so I'm all Maybe in I'm favor sure. of that. Um, SKCs kind of look weird, honestly. I don't like the blue with the glitch stuff. See, I like I like, that. I like the blue. Yeah, I like yeah. Mm, okay, all right. I guess I'm alone <laughs> out here. I I honestly I like messy kits, not like Lionel Messi. Like <laughs> like my favorite kit ever is the Arsenal Bruise Banana. So, hmm, okay. Uh, <clears throat> no, 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 Caleb, no, don't, 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 know what bruise, the bruised banana is. I, I, okay, just, just, just stop. Okay. Too bad. I'll say it during the break. All right. Uh, but there was Philadelphia Union also releasing a away jersey that has a glitch. Well, I think it's glitch. There's no zoomed in, uh, images of that, uh, graphic where there's like this right sunlight rays of sun motif around their little snake dude and on the back they have 10 different customizable back patches uh that you can have on on this awakened which makes it really cool one of them in fact has a rainbow flag as well so it's kind of kind of neat little customization it's the first tag customization that you can have for a mls kit yeah i dig it um also I just showed them the Arsenal Bruise Banana kit. I didn't need to see the pictures of your Bruise Banana, Colin. It's not mine. I, I don't so have you can make a Bruise Banana. I can't. <laughs> and, uh, you're talking about the old JVC kit. Yes. With, uh, I mean, all of those like old, like late 80s, early 90s designs are all coming back basically now. Right. As, I mean, th- they're super sexy all of a sudden. It's pretty neat. But uh, okay, let's uh, talk about. What should we talk about? Should we move in and talk about lower leagues real quick? Let's do it. All right, let's move into the segment now where we call that we call top lo-fi hits. Let's turn on YouTube, put on the sound canceling headphones, and study the latest from the U.S. lower leagues. Uh, this week we don't have a report from Nippon, so anything happened in the lower leagues? That you guys it's a turbo. Correct. Thank you. Forward Madison SC has signed. Connor Tobin, formerly of North Carolina, Texas Ranger, but more importantly, formerly of the Minnesota Stars. 
in the years that they won or the year that we won the championship the following year he was here with Mr. United for a year as well before he left and massive fan favorite while he was here in Minnesota a lot of people really love the guy and a, he was, he's a great dude b he is one of the weirdest awesomest personas in lower league soccer yeah easily so he refers to himself in the third person as turbo yeah it's pretty great and he's going to actually be coached by at Forward Madison by assistant coach Neil Lavity, who is a teammate of his at the Stars and at North Carolina for a little bit. Yeah. So it's a kind of a neat little reunion that they have going on there. Uh, I am really tempted to just drop Minnesota United for Forward Madison because honestly, I don't care if Forward Madison wins or loses. Minnesota, I actually want them to win Forward Madison. I just, just support them because they're fun. There's just mm-hmm. so much fun in it. Like, yeah. Go full bingo. Yeah, full bingo. Yeah, that was a meme that started this week as well. Because yeah. they were measuring snow with their little pink flamingo. And they were like, quarter mango, half mango, full mango. Full mango. And it, it all worked out. Yeah. Yes. And it went viral as well. Um, a less fun thing that happened in USL this week. Uh, Andrew Gutman will not be joining Nashville SC. Yeah, that... Um, you, you might remember Andrew Gutman from such hits as... I'm not going to sign for the Chicago Fire and his blockbuster single, I'm actually going to sign for Celtic, followed by an attempted release. Oh, actually, Celtic is loaning me to Nashville SC. Because I can't get a work permit. Yeah, turns out MLS was like, nah, Nashville, nah, you jerks, and nah. Which is funny because last I checked, Nashville is not in MLS this year. Yeah, not for another year. So MLS was basically saying, we don't want you, we, we strongly disapprove of you signing this guy now, despite the fact that he's never going to, well, there's no sign that he's going to ever play for you in our league. So they were interfering with another league and its teams. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the theories that's out there is that there might have been language about a future fee to sign him, in which case... It would have been kind of a complicated situation of having to trade for Gutman's rights next year because he would still be technically under the homegrown rights for Chicago. Yeah. But it, unless that was very clearly the reason and nobody has been able to get confirmation about that, that is a terrible look for a league that's having to figure out how to get their players union to get behind new contract talks. And, you know, this is a young guy who got a contract with the European team. Like, you know, he's going to do well. Just let him get some minutes somewhere. Like, why do you got to play spoiler? Uh, with Like, it's it's good for Gutman's development to be getting minutes in Nashville. Right. Because as bad as the fire are, as bad as their defense is, there's no way that they're going to actually play a young left back even if he's arguably the best offensive left back coming into the league and guess what if if your buddy buddy expansion guys aren't gonna sign him someone else might you know right so uh there, there's some rumors that he's gonna sign for the charlotte independence instead on loan and uh, I, I really hope he's able to score like a bajillion goals against nashville and then beat a bunch of mls teams i would really appreciate that see i'm, I'm just hoping that he plays against Chicago in the Open Cup and scores seven goals. 
Yeah, that, that would fantastic. be perfect. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Hey, big news actually, both in the USL and the NWSL. Um, the Seattle Rain is no longer the Seattle Rain. They are now only Rain FC. They play in Tacoma and they share a stadium with the Tacoma Defiance, formerly known as Sounders 2. Uh, the Tacoma Defiance still have a secondary logo that uh, has the outline of the Seattle Sounders logo. So they, it's still very much co-branded, but... Yeah. Uh, no, they have they have three secondary logos as well, and but they, yes, as producer Nick was just telling me that they do have a new primary logo. But that, as our Sounders expert Nick says, I I wish more uh, MLS two teams would do this. Does Atlanta United two, LA Galaxy two rebrand something that you can actually grab some uh, fans with instead of oh these are my, our second guys? I feel like I mean uh, Tacoma, it's better. I, I, I like Lostos as a concept. Atlanta I, I United just, 2, that's terrible. Yeah, but, just, or yeah. Red Bulls 2, or like even Swap Park Rangers is a better name than KC2. Well, I, I don't know if I agree with that. That was initially my opinion, but I feel like this is just hiding the fact that they're reserve teams. You know, it's kind of like the minor well, league baseball model. Look at the, yeah, but look at their logo. You have the, there's something that ties them to their parent club. Which, yeah, is better than nothing. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway, it's happened. Um, I think the the move that was more controversial than S twos is the Reigns, which I mean they they were yeah. playing in uh, a stadium that used to be right under the the Space Needle, which is a high school football stadium in Seattle, and that stadium is going to be renovated soon, from what I understand. And um, the Rain decided to that it was the right time to move over to Tacoma instead, and. I, it's it's a short enough drive. It's about forty minutes, um, but I don't know. It's just it's it's an interesting move. That side of it's a bummer, but the fact that it's also coming with increased investment from the Sounders organization, I think that's that's good. Yeah, it's a yeah. good trade off. And and they're working now, you know, closely with another squad in a way that they could never do with the Sounders in right. Seattle. So. Um, I wish them all the best. Let's let's see what uh, happens happens with that particular situation. Any other lower leagues news that you all want to talk about? Anyone want to give an update on the NASL's lawsuits? Did you all read uh, Mickey Turner's articles about... <laughs> They're bringing in the big guns for this lawsuit that is not going to do anything. Just, I, I, like, God... Why are, uh, why are you hiring any relatively important attorney for a moral victory? Uh, also, uh, MLS to St. Louis met with Don Garber. And as we know, when Don Garber meets with you, that means good things, as the people of Sacramento will will attest to. So so that happened. Uh, Las Vegas Lights defeated Toronto 5-1 in the preseason. That was fun. Eric Toronto Wina- in crisis. Right. Uh, Toronto the, actually in crisis. Is Freddie yeah, Adu still true. there? We didn't really talk Did he about play? Did he score five goals? I'm, I, just, I'm gonna say he scored five goals. Well, you should tweet Eric Ronaldo, who said on Twitter, "Can somebody give my guys credit? TFC didn't look bad because they're bad. There was another team on the field making things very difficult for them to play at LV Lights FC. Hashtag Fear Nobody. Hyphen. Moving on. That was uh, hyphen Eric Ronaldo. Yeah, he hyphened his hashtag. No, 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 no. It was like the next thing he said. Anyway, so yeah, uh, go tweet Eric Ronaldo. Tell him how awesome uh, the Las Vegas lights are. 
And some stuff happening with the Can PL, but we don't really need to go into it. And uh, yeah, okay, well, let's just end the first half of our show right here. We'll return with part two, include national team stuff, EPL, Bundesliga, etc., etc., etc. Welcome back to We Call It Soccer. In the break, a lot of talk about bananas and Bitcoin and typing like a hacker. What else did we talk about in the break? I mean, we really didn't talk about Bitcoin at all. Like, you just it got brought mentioned up once. And, and, and that was you. And everyone else's eyes just rolled into the back of their heads. I'm telling you guys. Mine tough, are still there. Toughcoin is going to be a hit. Trust me. You invest now. But I can't touch it. I don't understand. <laughs> You guys How can I mine something I can't touch? Apparently, there was a crypto that had about $450 million invested into it, and nobody can access it anymore because the only guy who owns the master password died. <laughs> oh, oh, are they going to freeze his body so that sometime in the future they might be able to access it? There was also a guy I know who had a hard disk full of something like hundred or two hundred or something bitcoins from like back when it was first released that he threw into the trash on purpose uh yeah like this was back when bitcoin was worth peanuts and this hard disk had a bunch of other stuff on it obviously Mm -hmm. and he just like threw it away and he legit tried to go to the dump to see if he could like track down the bags from his house and like retrieve this hard disk (laughs) because of how much money is on it I don't know if he's a dumbass because he threw away a hard drive with a bunch of Bitcoin on it, or if he's a dumbass because he thought to himself, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to track down the bag at the dump. (laughs) I mean, you'd ask the question, right? You'd ask the question. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, well, let's move into a segment now that we call Keep Hope Alive. Here's to hoping for the U.S. national teams as the women go into a World Cup this summer and the men start the qualification process for theirs. The U.S. MNT January camp had its second friendly. The U.S. played Costa Rica. The game ended 2-0. Our boy Ramirez getting a, playing a role, coming on late again, playing a role in getting a goal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Ramirez went on the field and immediately they scored twice. Coincidence? I think probably. He did actually play a role in the second goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, second assist on the second goal. It was a nice flick on. and Yeah. Uh, Sebastian Lechet and uh, Paul Boobhats stores <laughs> store for <laughs> US international team. The joke will never get old. <laughs> yeah. Um, our, uh, I'm really glad for both Lechet and Ariola. They look like they're really kind of doing pretty well. Um just new listeners. I'm trying to oh, okay. help new listeners understand the joke, Caleb. Come on, it's, it's it. It only it's only subtle if you let me get away with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I will say this. I really like how Ariola poked his way into the side with this 
January camp. I, I really think that... He's, he's really been milking his minutes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, I, uh, Caleb, it's your turn. <laughs> Man, I came on boob half, so I, I know. Um, <laughs> well, he did chip the goalkeeper and dry him out on him, but he's hard as diamond, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, let's... Uh, Let's keep moving on. Uh, we could talk about Adam Le- Levine's great tits, but that's okay. Let's not do that. Uh, yeah, why did he take his shirt off in the halftime show? Oh, Adam Le- 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 Adam Levine. Le- yeah. What did I say? Levine. No. Oh. My mother's maiden name is Levine, so... Oh. It's always said Levine. I'm really particular about that. We're not related at all. At all. So... <laughs> I'd be here doing this if Adam Levine was my, like my cousin. Probably, because he doesn't seem like the sort of guy that would share You would, but you'd be talking You would talk about everything in this voice, like that. You know, that that that's about Adam Levine voice. A terrible Maroon 5 song you just sang. <laughs> <laughs> All of them? <laughs> hey <Hey-o. laughs> All right, let's move on to a segment that we call They Call It Football. Every football team will be playing football several times and in various combinations. They might have come up with the word, but the English don't call it soccer. And in this segment, we talk about football from the United Kingdom. City beat Arsenal 3-1. After a week in which City had floundered a bit, they come back strong. Kun Aguero, strong. Three goals, hat-trick. Woohoo. Took 49 fucking seconds. Did. 49 seconds. Yeah. Kind of did. Unlike Newcastle United, Arsenal couldn't make it back, you know. Powerhouse that is Newcastle without Almiron was able to do better than Arsenal last, you know. Colin's so mad right now. <laughs> I'm not mad. Go I'm, to your happy place. I'm just tired. Go to your happy place. I'm tired. I'm tired, Notch. I'm tired, Notchy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired, Robbie. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so so what? can we blame Arsenal? And this can we can we or should we laud Manchester City? Should we do a little bit of both? Like what's sure do both? Arsenal are bad and City are good. I'm sorry, like that's my analysis. Arsenal are not good and City are good. All the hard hitting analysis from two United fans. Yeah, but uh, Aguero though is now second in the terms of Premier League uh, all-time goal scorers behind Shearer. Yep. Remember, this This is only for the Premier League, though. It does not include stats from the f- English First Division, which used to precede the Premier League as the First Division of English Soccer. Right. That seems like a very arbitrary distinction there. But anyway, such is the way of the world. Uh, Cardiff beat Bournemouth 2-0, but uh, this game important for reasons not having to do with the sport. Yeah, tons of really, really powerful displays before the match. Um, you had people in the stands spelling out Salah's name. Um, it was the first match after or at home after um, the uh, plane crash, unfortunately. Um, Cardiff pulled it out. They definitely looked to the inspired side, and it, it was it was heartwarming to watch, especially... At the end of the game, uh, Neil Warnock running over to pretty much all sides of the stadium. And as he walks away, you can start to see him just turn into a mess because of the huge emotion of that game. Yeah, there has been some coverage of um, search and rescue efforts. 
All I'm going to say is they found the wreckage. I think beyond that kind of becomes this tabloid blow-by-blow breaking news show, which I really don't like in a situation like this. So when there's actually some sort of conclusive news to do with this, we will let you know. Uh, West Ham United tied Liverpool 1-1 today. Uh, Liverpool finding the uh, bruised banana peel and slipping on it, dropping two points. (laughs) Caleb looking pained. It's just bad. Yeah, it was just bad. Navi Kate's a really bad. He has not worked out anywhere near as well as we expected. Probably should have taken him without letting him remain at Leipzig for a little while. Yeah. uh, Gini Wijnaldum, who has kind of been the constant in the midfield, was out with the sore knee. Uh, Jordan Henderson out. Milner playing at right back and replacing Trent Alexander Arnold, who's who's out. Uh, Lovren and Gomez are out with injury. Gomez has now didn't have surgery on his knee, and he was him and uh, Virgil Van Dijk were the best center back pairing in the Premier League when they were together. Injuries are hitting at the exact wrong time, although they never really hit the right time. I suppose so that's another redundant statement. I mean, they can hit at the right time where you can buy people in the January right. window. Spurs beat Newcastle, yes. by the way. Speaking of buying people, Almiro not yet uh, suited up for Newcastle. I was going to say, buying people, you're talking about Spurs. They haven't bought anyone in over a year. It has been over a year Since uh, Lucas Mora in the January transition the last year. And look how that's worked out. Yeah. Uh, Manchester United also grinding out a 1-0 win against Leicester. The Solskjaer train continues to choo-choo along. <laughs> but it's starting to slow down a little bit and... The more labored as it goes. But Mark Strashford is a man reborn and well, he's like nineteen, so but still he, also, he's playing like a new like like he was when he first brought out on the scene. He's enjoying football again. Turns out that he took a little break to go and play for the LA Galaxy for a little while. <laughs> and now while his best friend remained to Manchester United, and now soon he's gonna get transfer over to Real Madrid. <laughs> or letter to or PSG or Bayern one of those three. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Spoiler alert, guys. Doesn't Nick ruin gonna, the story, Nick. You're fine. Yeah, this you you haven't heard about the alien meeting yet. That I mean, that was that would be a real spoiler. You know, the game that they play on the moon in FIFA that was pretty crazy. The Moon Eleven, not what you'd expect. Yeah, but the, they're pretty shit actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they're, lot they're, of lot of holes in their game. They kind of cratered <laughs> the result in that one, did they? Okay. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Actually, Quickly. it was not a, it was not in the moon. It was in the sound studio. Anyway, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wolves beat Everson three one, but uh, the winner of this game was a little black cat that ran onto the pitch, had everyone cheering for it for about two minutes, and then got to basically make a circuit of the pitch before being chased down one of the tunnels. It wasn't chased down. It just ran there on its own. And every single steward was just like, I'd rather watch this. Yeah, it was the best thing that Everton's put out on the field all year. Um, I think one of the announcers said no one's still near to embarrass themselves on TV, and that's probably very accurate. Why do Everton have players then? That's true. They already have been embarrassed themselves. Uh, Wolves were dominant in this game. Um, Everton have been just garbage this entire season. Yeah. Surprising they're still in, they're in eighth, I think, at this point. Wolves are in seventh. Um, typically, where Everton usually finishes in seventh, just behind the top six. And they made a lot of, a lot of signings. They can't defend on set pieces. Third signings haven't been that good. 
Marco Silva is a man of working on borrowed time right now, I think. Let's move into a segment now that we call They Don't Call It Soccer in Brackets. Some do, though. We talk about soccer from the rest of the world that we haven't talked about already. First up, Bundesliga. Everyone's favorite lead right now. Third league. Everyone's favorite third league. MLS, EPL, then Bundesliga. No, I, EPL the, is dead to me right now. This week, after this week. It's just like, ah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've had enough. I'm going to see my friend Bundesliga. Okay. Friend, friendship broken with uh, Premier League <laughs> Bundesliga is my friend now. Exactly, because it's all fun and I have no have no stakes in any of the games, so it's, it's all fun. Hey, um, unfortunately, Dortmund tied Frankfurt 1-1 and this result mattering a whole hell of a lot because Bayern dropped points, bro, they lost. Uh, Marco Royce and Luke Jovic going in this game as uh, the top goal scorers in the Bundesliga. Each throwing for the respective teams, Royce for Dortmund and uh, Jovic for Frankfurt. Uh, equalizing later. Um, really could have gone either way. This game could have been two, three goals for either team in yeah. either direction, but great game. Uh, the reverse pitcher was 3 1 to Dortmund, so did see Frankfurt really kind of fighting back their front three have combined for 31 goals this year, which is very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, again, particularly problematic for Dortmund because Bayern lost. This week against Bayer Leverkusen, who beat them 3-1. Mm-hmm. Unexpected result. Goretzka getting a single goal for Bayern. In fact, opening the scoring, but uh, Bayer proving too much. Leon uh, Bailey's oh. free kick. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic long-range uh, effort. Manuel Neuer was not in goal for uh, Bayern in this game. It was former Stuttgart man Sven Ulrich. So... Dortmund managing to get to add one point to their lead here, but uh, could have capitalized for much more. What did happen, though, because Bayern lost, was Magladbach went into second place. They are currently tied on points with Bayern, but managed to to get the tiebreaker in their favor thanks to a 2-0 win against Schalke. Yeah, uh, soccer goalkeeper Alexander Nubel sent off for Daniel uh, Dostrom an opportunity on Thornton Hazard um, at the hour mark. Christoph Kramer with a beautiful volley into goal for the game ended up being the game winner in the 85th minute. Um, after the goal he sent off was pretty much all would lie back all the time. And then uh, Florian Newhouse with the icing on the take and stoppage time. Um, well-deserved win in the end, just as the red card. Um, but before that it was shot to defending, getting a couple counters here and there, but it was pretty much one way charge for him back. Uh, also should mention fourth place are Leipzig, who managed to beat Hanover 96 3-0 away from home. Tyler um, Adams continues to look like a man possessed. Hanover, oh. This pushes Hanover 96 into last place uh, be, below Nuremberg, who managed actually to get something of a good result this week by... Uh, uh, shit, let's take that again. I was thinking of Fortuna Dusseldorf. In fourth place are Leipzig, who managed to beat Hanover 96 this week 3-0. This matters because Hanover 96 are in last place. Uh, Nuremberg ha- managing to get a 1-1 tie against Werder to go second from bottom. Uh, <laughs> There's still both rele- uh, relegation spots. But Nuremberg are now only three points be- behind VFC Stu- VFB Stuttgart. 
who are in a relegation playoff place. Vibu Stuttgart uh, was up 2-1 late in stoppage time, um, defending with 10 men because Mario Gomez got two yellows in quick succession for the same thing, elbowing a guy in the head, going up for header twice in like five minutes. Seems like something that you shouldn't do the first time. Right. And if you do the first time, you shouldn't do the second time. Sure. Uh, they conceded the equalizer in the 94th minute out of five minutes of stoppage time. Uh, the Stuttgart coach was not happy with the fourth official for that much stoppage time in the game. No. Nope. 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 <laughs> okay. That's a, that's a Bundesliga wrap-up. Anything else from Germany? As Bundesliga is a lot of fun. So it much is. fun. Yeah, we, we need Bayern to lose, basically, and then Bundesliga becomes lots of fun. Uh-huh. Exactly. Also, we didn't tip our Fedoros to McLeodbach this week. I was doing it the whole entire time. I used to notice. Yeah, there you go. All right, La Liga. Real Madrid beating Alaves 3-0. Vinicius gets his first goal in the league. The Alaves train has kind of derailed a little bit, <laughs> unfortunately. They had a train. Uh, they were in, like, fourth for <laughs> most of... As they probably expected and... Everyone else around them probably expected as well. Yeah. I mean, they, I think they, they were, were really just the happy to be for a little there. while, right? Weren't, weren't they at the top oh, of the league for a little that bit? That was no. Sevilla. Sevilla. Yeah, yeah, that's Sevilla. right. That was Sevilla. Well, uh, Real Batiste won nil against Atletico Madrid this week. Alvaro Morada's first game against Atletico, and they lose. Yep. Uh, yeah. The curse of Alvaro Morata follows him back to Madrid. Womp womp. Uh, okay, Rince Priebus. <laughs> and um, Barcelona getting a 2-2 tie against Valencia. They came back from 2-0 down, though. And then Lionel Messi happened, which tends to happen. Lionel Messi also got a knot in this game. Um, yeah, after he scored the equalizer, got ran into, was like a dead leg, but could be out. Their next game is next Real Madrid in the Copa del Rey. They're- I have a feeling that his leg is going to suddenly be alive. Yeah. I believe Real Madrid are playing Barcelona three times in the next month. They're also playing Great. Atletico Madrid and uh, well, I think maybe Sevilla as well. It's going to be a crazy month for Real. I know that. So keep an eye on them. Liga now. Neymar is out for two to three months. And Same metatarsal day, Brooke. Perfect timing too because PSG lost two to one to Lyon. Now their first loss in the league all season. I mean, Juventus is the only... Uh, top division team in Europe that hasn't lost yet. You think uh, is Neymar's sister's birthday coming up or anything like that? Can we? Where are you going with this? No, that's what he did last year. He was injured and then he showed up at her birthday party. Oh, yeah. I I don't remember because I don't pay attention to him. <laughs> All right. Whoa. <laughs> nah, Shots fired. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> All right. Let's now move into a segment that we call Confessions. Where Colin confesses all he knows and you should forget. So, fans of the Argentina Premier Division uh, might have been uh, very enthused at the end of uh, Gymnasia's game uh, where they won 3-1 with a late screaming goal. Uh, Minnesota United fans, however, a little bit more bemused because guess who scored that screamer? Who? Alexi fucking Gomez. Nah. Copy. Yeah. Really? I'm no, really, dead serious. No, really. Who is it? It was Alexi Gomez. Did he pull off uh, his mask and was like, Neymar and I switched bodies. 
Ah, ha, ha, ha. No? Shockingly, no. no it okay. actually was Alexi Gomez. Like, I wish that the conspiracy with this was that it wasn't actually Alexi Gomez, but it was. And I'm so frightened at the concept that he can score goals. However, I figured out might not have been quite on the level. See, Gomez was inspired by the New England Patriots this week. Obviously, going to the Super Bowl, he thought to himself, you know what? I need to get a little bit of that Tom Brady magic. He deflated every single one of the balls before he went on. And that is the only reason that that ball did not have enough bounce on it to go 700 feet into the air. Because the problem that he had in MLS was that he just didn't have access to the to the equipment manager beforehand. Like he all of those balls were just perfectly inflated and because of that and also the fact that he can't drive a ball correctly, um he would shoot it 70 feet askew. This one, however, like that was maybe the most ridiculously driven ball I've ever seen from somebody that once played for Minnesota United. It's even more impressive when you consider the fact that that ball was half deflated. After all this conversation of bruised bananas, all this talk of balls is like, you know, kind of fun. It's a very phallic episode. Yeah. It is. So, like, a normal episode. That should be the title of this one, a very phallic episode. I'm going to write that down. By the way, um, we totally missed the ball on uh, the last one. We could have called it a soap apara. Oh, I you know I actually thought about that while I was writing it down, and I was like, "Yeah, why?" You know, because yeah, we are, I should have. Yeah, like we traffic in simple, stupid humor. Like, this of course, true. we should have done it. And remember, if you listener would like even more simple, stupid humor, go to <laughs> twunitedfans.com twunitedfans.com Where can the good people find you guys on Twitter? I'm at Tay Olson seven sixteen. Also read fifty five one, but that's not important right now. It's also read for twunitedfans.com and also have a book out. Or the complete darkness is out available for pre-order. Uh, pre-order it. I pre-ordered it. You support local soccer media, and it's great. And do it. And I wrote on it. And it's the first book I've ever written on that's published and will be held by real people. Yeah, so cool. I still have, I still have to do that. Um, you can find me at the attachments. Uh, you can find some of my writings at e pluribus lunum, and hopefully in the coming days you will find some excellent interviews that I've done at you can find our producer nick rodriguez at nick rodriguez on twitter you can find me at tw united fans tell your friends about both our website and our podcast the podcast can be found on fine podcast providers everywhere and our website which is again twunitedfans.com all right with that we've been due to do for another seven days see you next week bye-bye Don't leave me listless, it's not a game